Disclaimer. The opinion expressed by these individuals are simply their opinion and does not reflect the opinion of the Deer Valley Unified School District or Sandra Day O'Connor High School. Hello, OC. Uh, this is the Talent Podcast, and this is our first episode this year. I'm your host, Ayushi Datta, and can we have the other members introduce themselves? I'm Ananya Thakamalapat. I'm Caitlin Smith. I'm Amber Ann. I'm Abby Mills. I'm True Ann Dyke. And today we're going to be talking about this uh, switcheroo of grading system that's been happening for the past couple of years, actually more than a couple of years. So what do you guys have to say about it? Um, I just think it's not fair for um, admin or whoever is like deciding this to expect students and teachers really to just um, like, you know, adjust immediately, especially um, like right as the school year starts. Like, um, especially for freshmen and seniors, um, seniors, they need some sort of stability since they're applying to colleges and freshmen is their first year into high school and they need, again, like that same sort of stability and they're not getting that. And I just think like basically ever since COVID started, we haven't had any sort of stability um, and trying to find like a way to balance out our grades. Um, I think this new grading system especially is really confusing. My parents last year barely understood the one the number system and that was literally just counting one two three four but this one it doesn't make any sense i barely understand it yeah i think each year tends to get a little worse because i think they cut out more stuff as years go on which i think limits like what's actually being created for students so i get their intentions but i think it actually hinders a lot of people's grades I think that not being able to see, like, um, how we score in the gradebook really does affect, like, a lot of people. Like, you can't see, are you close to a lower B or, like, that kind of thing. And even with the 1, 2, 3, 4 last year, you didn't know how close you were to the next, like, number. And this year, you, like, don't know how you did specifically on a certain assignment. So how are you supposed to, like, critique it? Like, try and get help on, like, something you're missing when it just says, like, B. It doesn't say, like, you got a high B or low B. It just says B. Yeah, they've, there's been a lot of change within the past few years, and it's always been changing, so it's hard for students to adjust when every year they have to deal with a new grading system and trying to understand it. Yeah, And on top of that, this year they're saying that um, it's only, like, summatives that count, and, like, formatives, they're going to exclude it from the gradebook, and, like, I think, what it, what's it called, like, in-progress learning or something. <laughs> um, and, like, as much as I get, like, tests do like affect our grade a lot more in general i feel like the summatives should also or not summatives the formative should count because one the students are working hard and they're spending their time doing the work and if they don't like get any anything out of it other than just like i guess it may be reflecting on your summatives um like there's really no point for it and i feel like a lot of students get have like test anxiety and they're not the best test takers but they know the material and like they're good in class discussions about it but if it's like they're only basing your grade off of like a multiple choice test then it's it's not really showing you how proficient you are yeah Mm -hmm. i also think it sucks for students when you compare the two because like there's students like me who typically like i do all the homework anyways but i'm not the best test taker Whereas I feel like overall, I still do more than the people that can just easily guess on tests and they do better that way. And so, but ultimately at the end, your grade reflects what you did on the test rather than like your whole year of work. So I feel like it is unfair on the workload versus like one test of information.
and some teachers are doing it so like you can only take the test if you've done the like prior work but like a bunch of them like say that and aren't like checking for it so it's like how do you actually know and it's like if you want to retake it you have to do the work but like if you think you know the material well enough you're not going to do the homework you're just going to go straight into the test and then it's like the kids who do do their homework and do get a good grade on the test like yeah they get a good grade on the test but like it doesn't really like help boost their grade at all that they're like doing stuff on their own time like trying to get better yeah there's really no incentive to do your homework anymore and i think teachers have really struggled with that because they have to find different ways of getting kids to do homework it used to be great except now it's not and now they're just kind of asking you to do it but not a lot of people are doing it yeah students don't students have less motivation because you know formatives and homework doesn't count for a grade anymore so they can't really, you know, they don't really have the incentive to to complete it because it's not going to go into their final grade. They just hope that they do well in the final and hopefully that it'll, you know, make their grade better on, on their semi-up layer. I also think, um, like Abby said, I think it's equally as hard for teachers as it is for students because I know specifically with this year, the way how quickly they've been changing how we grade they haven't been matching that with the like technical like portion of that so I think a lot of teachers have been struggling like actually putting in the grades because they don't know how first of all and they don't have really like the resources to do it correctly so I think that also is not doesn't play well with everything I think this hinders teachers like more than like previous grading systems because kids don't know what they got so they're gonna come in and be like hey what did I get And you're just going to have, like, a bunch of students, like, asking you, like, hey, how did I do on this test? Like, that kind of thing, which is good for, like, feedback, but it's going to be, like, everybody because they can't see specifically what they got. And I think that's going to really, like, affect how much time teachers can give to, like, students who are actually, like, struggling um, versus, like, the ones who just want to know their grades, which, like, they still have the, like, right to, like, ask, like, what they got, what they got wrong, how they're struggling. But I think it just, like, really breaks down on the time because we only have like talent time which is 30 minutes um twice a week which like is not really that much if you like think about it it's like an hour a week for you to go in and ask questions to your teachers and get help but then there's 30 other students that have different questions so I think it really like is like how are you gonna go in and get help especially for the seniors with zero hour like a bunch of teachers do before school like tutoring and before school you're in a class or like after school and a bunch of kids work and stuff so even if you do have a zero hour or even if you don't like you can't come after school to do it if you're working or have like prior commitments like that and um it also takes a lot longer for teachers to grade things now because per the standard base grading they have to manually put every single standard in and it's taking significantly longer for them to grade it because it's a lot more work and students now don't know what they got on a test two weeks ago because it just takes that long to grade. I've also heard of like um, some teachers, they just like don't know how to, like I, I think like True said, um, translating the grade system into power schools and like how, um, like what do they need to exclude? What are they allowed to count to the grade? And like even last year we had the issue of like teachers trying to combine their own system with the um, admin uh, system 
And so, like, not only is there inconsistency with the grades, uh, grade system that we have throughout the district, but we also have inconsistency with just, like, teachers. Like, science is going to be grading it a bit differently than English, and kids just, like, don't know how their grade is going to be, and they don't know how to get it up. They don't know what to do to, like, just affect the grade because they don't know how their teacher's going to grade it. Yeah, on top of that, or with that, I should say, um, since there's, like, no clarification on, like, the grading system and not, like, teachers and students don't know what it is, I think a lot of teachers are just kind of winging it and, like, making it up as they go. So, like she was saying, it's basically every teacher is different now at this point, so it's hard to, like, keep track of as a student of how, like, retakes work or your quiz or your grading or how you're going to see in the grade book. Like, it's literally different for a teacher. I know, like, my, um, a lot of teachers they don't even use the uh, tests as summative grades they're like using assignments as summative grades Mm -hmm. to like you know they're telling me oh you need to do this assignment because it's going as a summative grade in the grade book so that's one of the initiative teachers are taking to like ensure that people are doing like yeah because they have nothing to put in until at least the third or fourth week of school because that's maybe when you can start doing quizzes or tests and, like, until then, you're just, like, with an empty Power Schools account, which, obviously, it's going to be like that for at least the first week. But, I mean, if you're going to be assigning assignments to your kids and, like, presentations and stuff, because I've had presentations for so many of my classes, I want to know what my grade is at least by, like, a couple, a couple like, days, you know? Um, instead of just waiting to see, like, is this going to affect my grade or is it not? And just, like, kind of just rolling the dice with how my grade's going to go, especially my senior year. I think it, like, really puts a huge factor into, like, the anxiety students get anyways. Like, now they have no clue what they got for, like, days or, like, weeks. And, like, it really just, like, will stress them out at time. Like, a bunch of, like, students are not going to be able to, like, let go of, like, how did they do on their last one and that kind of thing. Um, I think as a senior, we have like a lot of difficulties with it because we're doing college applications right now and a lot of college applications, they like allow you to manually put your grades up and which is kind of like impossible right now because the one, two, three, four system is not there. Like you cannot put one, two, three, four because not all the colleges know that. Yeah. Uh, Like I think with the differences, like all like three like, three out of our four years of high school as seniors, it's, dif- like, it's difficult to apply to schools and your transcript look completely different than somebody from another school applying because, like, A, the one two three four method may have been different on how, like, the A, B, C, D, F method graded. Like, was it harder? Was it easier? Like, that kind of mm-hmm. thing. And, like, it just... Your transcript's going to look so like messy. much different yeah. and messy and just out there that like a bunch of colleges are going to be like what does this mean and not understand it like exactly. i'm sure there will be some that do but like at the same time there's going to be some that are like why are there numbers and letters and letters and Each not percentages and that kind of thing yeah. so i think also is like i'm a sophomore so i still have two more years of high school to go I think it's also weird because it takes about a year to get used to the, like, grading system that you have. So I got used to the number system last year, and then now I'm in my second year, and it's an entirely different one. And, like, I don't know if they're going to switch it back next year or, like, the year after that. Like, I could end up with a different grading system all four years of high school. So it's just interesting how, like, I still don't know what it's going to be like. Yeah, I'm also.
also a sophomore, so these past two years I've had two different grading systems, and it takes a while to get used to one grading system, so then once I change to another one the, the next year, then you're just having to get used to that one, and it's a big adjustment. Um, I wish we just kind of went back to what works. All of the other school districts, all the other schools in our district use the same grading system, and we are the only school that has changed our grading system significantly over the past couple of years, and I wish um, the district kind of just allowed us to go back to what works. Yeah, I don't get why, like, our school's the only one that's been changing the grading system. It's like, we're the test school test yeah, yeah we're the testing i believe last year they said that with the standard uh, based grading with the numbers um o'connor was going to be like their experiment school but then um like people were going to switch over to that but then they created this new system but then they've also worked on the numbers since the system since like the 80s so it's like no one knows what's going on exactly and we won't know until like the first day of school how our entire year is going to go and we won't figure it out by maybe second semester and then by then there's probably going to be another system for like like um like for true and amber um their junior year they might have another system and then their senior year they're going to have like another combo system they don't know and they their transcripts just going to be all over the place yeah i think overall i think it's unfair to o'connor students just to like have us as a sub test subject school and i know that some school has to be that but i think for us to have it two different times at least and then to still not know what we're gonna be like and not really have that stability as a school you kind of want that and i think a lot of people like i know i was open enrollment so i chose o'connor based on it's like the way it taught in its education system over other schools but now it seems like it's losing that stability okay moving on what do you guys think of the oc assassins um, i just know that there's a lot of uh, issues that came out of it last year i mean it, it is a tradition and i do think it's fun and stuff but i mean i, I remember like halfway through it there was a lot of like um like arguments about it and like um the scoring or whether that was like actual you know issues with authorities or something like that so it's just it's something that i feel like kids should be involved in since it's like a tradition but also like just to be careful since you don't know how mm -hmm. like what situation you're gonna end up in i think some people take it too far like uh you'll hear stories about people like yeah i waited outside their house for two hours in the morning for them to come outside for school like that's a little much mm -hmm. especially like because you have to have, like, your snap maps on or something. Like, that's a little, like, everybody can see your location, which makes sense because of the game. At the same time, it's like, do you really want half the school to know where you live? Like, yeah. I literally heard people that are selling addresses, like, that for oh, their yeah. friends or whatever. I, I heard that, too. And that's li literally, by definition, like, stalking. So it's just kind of insane how it's excused for school affairs. There was a lot of issue, um, like, at Norterra last year as well. Like, I know, like, O'Connor students just in general would get, um, not kicked out necessarily, but they would get a ton of warnings um, during Assassins because it's, like, like, you know, you need to, like, not bother the shoppers just for your little game for school. Like, it, yes, it's a tradition. Yes, it's fun. But, like, um, it's bothering, like, almost everyone else. So it needs to be more controlled. And it's also, like, just the fact that it's 
like so just out there and like everyone's like you're gonna get in trouble for doing it like if you're trespassing but at the same time like people are like scared to like leave their houses and stuff like that because they don't want to get like like shot at or like out of the game and that kind of thing so people are like fearing going places like i've heard like so many people be like well i'm not gonna go to the gym for the next like month because i don't want to get shot in assassins or like um i only like i only ever go out like at like 10 o'clock at night because of assassins like people are like scared of it they don't want to get shot or like just people it's too serious yeah it's get out of a game. yeah and it's like people are like basically having their lives revolve around the game so that they can like stay in it and like win money how do you think it has like changed over the years like you know seeing the past years and this years i don't know much about it honestly because i think last year was our was my first year hearing about it since freshman year and sophomore year we had covid and i mean i guess freshman year i might have been there but i didn't hear anything about it i think snapchat's made like a huge like thing about it because like there's been like parents or just like older siblings that like when snapchat wasn't as big and they were in high school like you had to like go out and like find people and it was that kind of thing i think that people having to have their location shared with one another i think it's kind of weird um just like people just knowing where you are at all times like your house and that kind of thing um okay so what are your guys plans for the homecoming like are you guys excited for the game and the dance um i think it's just uh like a good thing that we're finally gonna have like a full on normal year mm-hmm. um i mean i guess last year they did try to do that but like this year it's like finally we know that it's like a lot easier to conduct things without covid as like big of a deal but um yeah i mean that if anything we don't know how anything's gonna go so if that's what like the last couple of years have shown us so yeah like i mean it's a good thing that it's happening but who knows i think homecoming is a little underwhelming i personally will not be attending this year but i did for my freshman year because i feel like a lot of people hyped it up and honestly i thought it was a little boring um and not as exciting as people made it seem and like two hours too long but but I can see how I think a lot of, like, the festivities around it is, like, the fun part. And that whole week, I think, is good. I think, but the actual dance itself is a little over mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm still undecided on whether or not I'm going to homecoming. Because at the same time, now that I know what it's actually like and how it kind of sucks. I mean, it doesn't suck. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Now I know that, so I have you know, no expectations going in. I feel like when you first go, you have a lot of expectations, yeah. and they do not meet them. Yeah. I remember not going my freshman year, and then sophomore year, well, COVID. Yeah. And I went last year because I was like, you know, I'm not missing it, and it was nothing great. Yeah. I went my freshman year, and I didn't go, obviously, sophomore or junior year, so I'm just going to be going for, like, my for my senior year, but, like, I have no expectations on it because it's I don't think it's going to be, like, a whole big thing. Maybe it'll be improvements, because I know that uh, some of the people in Stugo have heard things. Um, and just, like, you know, getting people's opinions to improve. But, yeah, I have no expectations for it. I think the dressing up and taking pictures is, like, the best part of it yeah. for, like, most people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
I think it's interesting to see the contrast because obviously I didn't get to go, but I heard prom was really fun last year. But everyone I talked to says homecoming like sucks. So it's interesting how I don't know how like where the money goes or who plans what, but obviously the people. Yeah, it's like you know, a prom is more a compact than yeah than homecoming. Homecoming's the entire school event. That's true. But either way, I've heard homecoming is obviously like the lesser of the two dances. The lesser. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm saving money for prom. That's when I'm not going to homecoming. I'm like, I'm not missing senior prom. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I guess that's it for today, guys. Thanks for joining OC Talon Podcast. And we'll see each other in the next episode. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Talon Talk Podcast. We will have a new episode every other Wednesday. Tune in for more.